All right, good morning, Four Oaks. Pastor Paul here. It is Thursday morning, September 30th, the last day of September, if you can believe it. If you're just stumbling onto this feed, we take 10, 15 minutes, um, weekdays, Monday through Friday, to open God's Word, uh, specifically looking at the book of Romans. So this runs parallel to our preaching series on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks, where we're going through that amazing book. And we're using this time to pull out themes, ideas, verses, truths that we might want to expound a little bit more, say a little bit more about that we don't have time to address in the Sunday morning sermons. And so that's where we are. We've been in Romans 1 and 2. And let me say this, um, this will be the last devotional of this week. So I'm out of commission tomorrow, Friday, uh, October 1st, but we'll, we'll be back at it Monday. I don't know what they, that is, the fourth, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll be back at this. But so today, though, we're here, obviously. And one of the issues that um, comes up in studying Romans 1 and 2 is this idea of general revelation, okay? And so let, let, let's define what we mean by general revelation as opposed to special revelation. Special revelation, we believe, is God speaking to us through his word. It comes specifically to God's people. Um, it has the authority of God behind it. Um, Thus saith the Lord. That's what we believe the Bible is, is God's special revelation. Of course, Jesus is the central point of God's revelation to us, and the whole Bible is about him. But there's also another body of knowledge that we call general revelation, and it's those truths uh, about nature and the world that God has revealed broadly to everyone. And so general revelation, Romans 1 talks about this um, from the standpoint of looking at creation, looking at the design of, of the world and creatures and things, that it testifies to God's existence. Well, this is brought up again in Romans chapter 2, and I want to read uh, a few verses for you. And this is something we really didn't mention in the sermon at all, but I think is, is worthy to think about. So look at Romans 2, beginning at verse 14. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while, while their conscience also bears witness. And their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on that day, when according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus." So, thinking about this for a second, Paul says something really interesting there. He says that there are people who don't know the law, or in this case, don't know the Word of God, don't know God at all, but by their nature, by the fact that they're made in the image of God, by virtue of the fact that God has given them a conscience and a mind, um, that they do things intuitively, they, they do things innately, that reflect this idea that um, they are accessing truth that God has revealed to the whole world. You may have heard of this idea that all truth is God's truth. And, and, and we think about that again, the truth of his word, special revelation, but the truth of general revelation. We think about mathematics and physics and science and the study of very various disciplines and fields are all part of God's general revelation. And so, so in the study of general revelation is very important. So for example, when you go to a doctor, you don't wanna to go to just a doctor who is a Christian, 
right? You want to go to a doctor who is a Christian who has studied human anatomy, has studied the, about the way things function and the way things operate and the way things are put together. Um, that body of knowledge, um, anatomy and physiology, um, is very detailed. It's, but it's a body of knowledge that is discovered outside of Scripture. It doesn't conflict with Scripture, right? General revelation and special revelation are not enemies, they're friends. They are two ways that God reveals his truth to us, um, and, and both are very valid. Now, ultimately, we have to say, obviously, that God's word has ultimate authority, right? So anything that we are learning from general revelation, whether that's philosophy or, um, or the understanding of various worldviews, perspectives, um, that ultimately it's the word of God that has to stand over and against those. It has to, be, it has to, has to provide an umbrella. Um, it's a filter. It's a grid by which we um, understand okay, and evaluate the different bodies of knowledge that are being um, found out out there, uh, oftentimes by, by non-Christians. And so th this, this gives us um, a basis for saying why Christians should go into the academic fields or why Christians um, would attend universities to learn, maybe even non-Christian universities, right? Because all truth is God's truth, there is a truth or body of knowledge in general revelation that is discoverable by anyone, right? And what we want to be able to do is to learn and to think as Christians. We want to be, be thinking from a Christian worldview. So let me just use an example from my own life. So um, after going to seminary, I went to graduate school in at FSU and um, as part of their doctoral studies in marriage and family therapy. Well, marriage and family therapy is a whole body of knowledge. It's a whole body of literature. And um, it's, it's talking about how families function together and what are the rules of the system and um, how do people respond to trauma and how do families respond to trauma. And it's a whole field, it's a whole body of knowledge of family systems theory and different psychological theories. Well, as a Christian, I don't have a stance that says I can't learn from that, right? Um, and the reason I don't say that is because of general revelation. What Paul says right here in Romans chapter 2, um, that Gentiles who do what the law requires, even though they don't know what the law is because of the image of God implanted on them. So I can read secular authors. I can read uh, secular theorists, uh, philosophers, um, from a Christian worldview perspective and sifting through all that knowledge and material, um, I can discard things that are not compatible with a Christian worldview. Um, I can discard things that are antithetical to a Christian worldview, but there's other things, other general truths about the way the world operates and people interact that I can learn, right? Even from non-Christians. Again, using the word of God as our ultimate authority, um, bringing every thought captive in obedience to God's word, it gives us freedom as, um, as, a, as a people, as a Christian people, to engage with various bodies of knowledge, uh, whether that's literature, philosophy, science, math, um, 
psychology, all of these are fields, endeavors, where we are learning truths about God's word, okay, that, um, that ultimately we can learn and grow from as believers, right? So there, there is this, there's this mandate as we're taking every thought captive that, one, this, this presupposes that we have um, a firm understanding of a Christian worldview, that we understand the basic tenets of Christianity and the Christian faith. But when we do, then we are, um, we have flexibility and freedom to engage with other fields, other bodies of knowledge, and to uh, evaluate them from a biblical worldview, discarding what is not biblical or, or anti-Bible, but also learning from embracing those truths that, um, that we can learn um, from God's general revelation. So now, one, one, one additional thought about this. What we want to say is that special revelation and general revelation are never in conflict. In fact, they're both ways that God reveals truth. And when we come to a place, okay, of saying, well, something the Bible says seems to contradict something science says, or something science says seems to contradict what scriptures say, what do we do with that? Well, we would want to go back to this idea that that remember, science, just like theology, is a discipline. It's a study. And just like there are no perfect theologians, um, there are no perfect scientists, right? We all have presuppositions and biases. And so if we come across something where it seems general revelation, the study of science, for example, is contradicting special revelation, something in the scriptures, what we want to say to that is that somewhere along the line, there has been a misunderstanding Okay? either of what God's word says or doesn't say, or of what science says or doesn't say about a particular topic or issue. Um, this doesn't put general revelation above special revelation. No, no, we believe God's word rightly interpreted, right, does not conflict with God's general revelation, which is discoverable by human endeavor and nature and science. If there is a discrepancy, we know that either our interpretation of the Bible is wrong or the science is wrong. But because all truth is God's truth, that these things ultimately um, don't conflict, right? Even when we think that, for just for as an example, so so some would say, look, look at the Psalms which talk about the sun rising and setting. Um, some would say, well, see, well, the Bible doesn't, you know, what it affirms about human science and the um, solar system and the rotation of the, um, you know, the orbit of the planets around the sun, it, it seems to assume that the earth is stationary and it's the sun moving around us. Well, that's a little silly because even for 21st century people who, um, who know science and know that it's the earth that revolves around the sun, we still use the word sunrise, right? We still use the word sunset, even though we know the, the sun is not moving, it's the earth that's moving. And, and so these are just human adaptations to language. And so we want to say, no, God, I mean, the Bible does not give us a detailed um, exposition scientifically of the laws of gravity and those sorts of things. But the laws of gravity don't contradict anything that's taught in the scriptures, right? Everything that God's word affirms is true and right and good and perfect and without error. And if there's something that we're running across that seems to be in conflict with something we've discovered in general revelation, 
either our interpretation of the Bible is wrong or um, our interpretation of the scientific data is wrong, right? Or they could both be wrong. Say all that to say that we don't put a rigid boundary between truth of different kinds of truth. We want to say it's all God's truth. And as image bearers, we're called to engage bodies of knowledge um, to learn more about this earth, to learn more about our world, to learn more about how things tick and function. We bring it captive to the word of God and we let God's word be the ultimate arbiter of truth. So I know this was a, a little bit more theoretical, um, this particular devotional today, but I think it's important because as God's people, we want to be curious about the world he's made. We want to, we want to understand the complexities of human relationships and society and philosophy and political thought, knowing that the word of God stands over and above it all, and knowing that we have a mission and endeavor to learn and be well-versed in a biblical world and life view. And, um, and because of that, we can engage the world without fear, but with caution at times, but also with freedom to know that all the truth belongs to God. All right, that is our devotional for today. Again, a reminder, won't be here tomorrow, Friday, October 1st, but we'll be back on Monday. God bless. Have a great day. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you that the earth is yours and everything in it. You've made it. You've designed the laws of nature and science. You have put human relationships together, and we want to know more about that, and we want to be eager to learn while at the same time anxious to prioritize the word of God and let it be the final arbiter of truth over everything that we do. Lord, we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, everybody.